Good morning and welcome to the Pop-Up Thought. I'm Rico Vorberg and I'm writing a reflection in the morning to start the day with. It's my way of, of starting and thinking about the bigger questions of life before that day begins. Today with the title A Complex Question in Times of Protest Monday, June 15, 2020 Let it happen to you. Turn the other cheek. Ask them to even go further in their racism. <laughs> These are not the statements that an average protest against racism at, at an average protest against racism will be heard from the stage. And rightly so, I think. Look, it's a miracle what happens because of the unbelievable crowds that are on their feet these days. That all kinds of institutions are promising to reorganize their personnel policy and their collections or whatever. The awareness among so many that despite good intentions, there's something fundamentally fundamentally wrong with how we are used to do things. But then Jesus' statements this morning, they seem to imply patience, be still. And that's exactly what has given so much space for systematic injustice. The fact that victims say to each other and, 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 and to others, it's the way it is, let it be, this is how it works. Is that what the rabbi of Nazareth advocates? Well, he says this this morning. At that time, Jesus said to his disciples, Thou hast heard it said, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But I tell you not to resist injustice. But if someone hits you on the right cheek, turn on the other. And if any man would take you to court and take off your undergarment, let him also take off the upper garment. And if anyone demands you to go a mile with him, then go too. Tell whatever you ask. And don't turn away if anyone wants to borrow anything from you. No resistance to injustice, huh? No angry signs of screaming protest? I don't know if that's such a good idea. But on the other hand, true, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth might be even more miserable. If that's the maxim, you better let shit happen. The idea of getting even, revenge, I'll get you, you did this, then I'll get you, that makes the world a terrible, terrible place. True. And in this don't resist, there's something interesting. It feels passive. But... If you refuse to resist someone who wants to push you, someone who expects that you would resist, and then you don't, that brings them out of balance. All kinds of martial arts are based on that principle. I don't think we should make Jesus a kung fu monk. But there's something of that old peaceful and unyielding wisdom in this thought. No resistance. So if someone hits you on the right cheek, turn the other one. If someone asks you on the garment, give the top garment. And if someone demands a mile, as was the prerogative of the Roman soldier to the people they ruled over, just a mile, now give him a second one. See what happens. <laughs> this gives the impression of submission, but there's an unyielding force in here that's not inferior to that of the Kung Fu monk. Like, how does... A slap on your right cheek happen. If someone knocks you out with his right hand, or knocks you with his right hand, it lands on your left cheek, not on your right. 
It's a little early for this brain gymnastics, I know, but try it. Hit right, it lands on somebody's left cheek. But if you want to hit the right cheek, as it said in the text, then it happens with the back of the hand, right? So just this, this, this condescending tap with the back of the hand on your, on, on your cheek. Like, like, get out of my sight. And then, to choose not to bow down and to leave. And not to hit back, but to look the other in the eye and say, Hey, you hit me. Do you want to hit me, really? Does it help? Well, here, my cheek. The other one. That's not cowardice. That's strength. But not the strength of the tyrant. It's a different one. And there's a rule of law in ancient Israel that if, if someone is in debt, you may take everything away, only as is your right, but you may not undress them literally and figuratively. You have to let somebody keep the top clothes, or they'll be naked. And then in front of such a judge, in front of such an unrelenting creditor, don't beg to keep something, but proudly undress yourself completely and look the other person in the eye and say, Alright, is this what you want? Do you want to go this far? Let's see what happens. The Jesus of Nazareth points a way in which the expected resistance of the proud person falls away, and then the other one is brought out of balance. And that's not always playful and fun. He himself goes down in a grim, grim painful death, but without resistance. Let it happen, he says. This is the way. This is my way. My choice. And from that end grows a more powerful beginning than his adversaries wanted to know. What does this mean to me? Well, to reconsider my first inclination. To not fight immediately. Not run off immediately with the tail between the legs. But to stay in contact with the one who wrongs you. That's peaceful protest. That's Black Lives Matter and Martin Luther King. I'm not the one to tell anyone how to do protest. I just see how these peaceful protesters stand in line with the rabbi. Keep asking what the other wants. If he or she wants to go that far, then miracles can happen. Or not, but well, then you have retained your own dignity. And that's worth something too. Have a very good Monday. And peace. And all good. <laughs>